What is a Gethsemane? And is there a place in the Bible that's called the Garden of Gethsemane? Well, let's take a look. The word Gethsemane is actually two Hebrew words put together. First, we have got, and then shemanim. So it's a got shemanim. Now, got is the word for press, and shemanim is the word, well, it's plural, for oils. So it's a press for oils, or an oil press. Now, more broadly speaking, it could refer to a place for the pressing of oils, like an olive press. And so, this is what one looks like. This is a millstone that's used to crush olives. So, the Gat Shemanim, well, they're often built inside caves, and the cave provides natural temperature control. And this one happens to be down in a cave. This one is located at Ben Guvrin National Park in Israel. Now, what happens is that after the initial crushing of the olives by the millstone, the pulp is put into something like a burlap sack. You can see this here. And then it's placed underneath a heavy stone, or in this picture, a lever arm, that when weighted, provides continuous pressure that squeezes out the remaining oil from that pulp. Here you can see a millstone from Capernaum. It's the city on the Sea of Galilee that Jesus made his headquarters for his ministry. And here, here's the place where they press the oils out of the burlap-type sacks. So you set the sack of pulp on this stone, then you place a large stone on top of it, and the oil runs out into a catch basin. So this is what a Gat Shemanim, a Gethsemane, is and looks like. It is an oil press. But my other question is about whether there's an actual place called the Garden of Gethsemane. And the short answer is no. The Bible never puts those two words together. So let's take a quick look. Matthew says there was a place called Gethsemane. Mark says the same thing. He says there's a place called Gethsemane, but neither of them mention a garden with it. Luke simply says that they went to a place, a tapos. It means a specific geographical area. And then we go to John, and it's in the book of John that we find mention of a garden. John mentions a garden multiple times, but he never uses the word Gethsemane. And by the way, John has a theological purpose for why he's emphasizing the garden. Now, we don't have time to get into that right now, but you can see in our longer lesson that's on the Gethsemane and the Passover, we have a discussion about a theological concept that's known as the last Adam. The first Adam failed in the garden. Jesus, who's the last Adam, he did not fail in the garden. And that is what John is getting at. So there's no place that is called the Garden of Gethsemane. That's basically us Christians were putting those two words together. So let's go look around on the ground in Israel, in Jerusalem, to see what's there. So here's a picture of the Mount of Olives. It lies just to the east of Jerusalem. And then if you turn around, here's a view of Jerusalem from the Mount of Olives. And there's a deep valley, it's called the Kidron Valley, it divides those two mountains, and John mentions in John 18.1 that they cross the Kidron Valley after the Last Supper. Now, if you look right here, this building is called the Church of All Nations, and this is a popular tourist site. It's a beautiful church. 
Now, the reason that tourists go here is that there's an olive grove right next to it that has traditionally been called the Garden of Gethsemane. But the real Gethsemane, the oil press, or the cave that housed the oil press, well, that's right over here. It's hidden away. If you didn't know it was there, you could easily miss it. And you have to head down this little passageway here, and as you turn the corner, there's an entrance to the cave, and over the top of the door, Gethsemane. And this is what archaeologists believe is the actual place that Jesus and his disciples went that night, to the Gethsemane, to the Gethsemane, the place for pressing oil. Now, you can go into it today. It's been turned into a chapel. And there's an excellent article about this. It's in Biblical Archaeology Review by a scholar named Joan Taylor, and she explains everything about it. Now, if we think about it for a minute, Jesus and his disciples, they're celebrating the Passover. Passover is at the beginning of the spring, say March to April on our calendar. But the oil press, well, that's not in use at that time. Olives are harvested in the late summer and the fall. So what do you do? What do you do with your cave oil press in the off-season during festival time? Well, you turn it into a VRBO. You rent it out. Or you simply allow the pilgrims who are coming to the Passover spend the night inside the cave. It gets them out of the cold Jerusalem night. And so this cave, well, it lies inside the city limits of Jerusalem. So technically, Jesus and his disciples never leave Jerusalem after the Passover meal. So Jesus and his disciples, they go to the Gethsemane, the Gethsemane. It's their place to stay that night after celebrating the Passover. And so what we have here is we have the imagery of the oil press, those big, heavy stones pressing down on the olives, extracting the precious olive oil. And we can envision then, as Jesus goes out to pray, the weight of what he's going to have to face pressing down on him, and his soul is overwhelmed with sorrow as he's now facing certain death. So when we understand what that Gethsemane is, we recognize the imagery that stands right next to Jesus that night as he's praying to his Father in heaven. Now, there's so much more going on here at the Gethsemane. So make sure you check out our extended lesson. It's part of our series on the biblical holidays. It's part of the Passover celebration. It's Passover night, a night for watching. And there's a number of other details associated with the Passover. It helps you understand what's going on, what's happening to Jesus that night at the Gethsemane, the Gethsemane.